You're listening to The Fitness Lounge, where we discuss in-depth everything from fitness, health, wellness, and mindset. Whether you're just beginning your fitness journey or you've been involved in fitness for years, we have a little something for everyone. So just sit back, lounge for a bit with us, and enjoy. And now for your hosts, Nick Messer and Ben Miller. Hi, welcome back to the Fitness Lounge. I'm your host, Nick, with Ben. And today we are going to be talking about what are the body types and how does it affect me? Before we dive into this episode real quick, I want to give a huge shout out to the winning female contestant of the local NutriShop uh, Bodyweight Challenge. They did an eight-week challenge mm-hmm. to see who could have the biggest transformation. They looked at uh, skeletal muscle mass. They looked at body fat percentage. They looked at overall weight. They used the in-body machine and they yeah. determined it based off of that. And so not related to the singer, but Lauren Hill was the winner <laughs> of the local challenge. And her Instagram uh, username is at epiphany underscore love 86. Guys, go give her a follow and give her a huge congratulations. Let me tell you what she was able to do in that eight week time frame. She was able to put on 2.7 pounds of pure solid lean muscle. Wow. She dropped 10.2% body fat for a total of 24.76 pounds lost in that eight-week time wow. frame. That's impressive. And what's even more impressive about that, what I, after I was talking with her, I found out she originally started her fitness journey at 370 pounds. Wow. She is down to 160. Oh, good for her. So she has just absolutely blown this out of the water. She did a phenomenal job. She is a sweetheart. So please make sure you go give her a huge congratulations. Follow her. Show support and motivation for her, all right? That's awesome. Congratulations, Lauren. All right. So diving in, what are the three body types? Specifically, the three body types are ectomorph, endomorph, and mesomorph. And we are diving into that in depth. We are not referring to the apple pear hourglass, not the shape body types that you see when you go in and Google like female body types. Those are body shapes, not body types. Body types that we're talking about are more specifically referring to how the body handles metabolism, muscle and fat growth and loss. Right. Okay. So it's not necessarily wide shoulders, small hips, you know, wider waist. It's none of that. That's more specific to the body, but that's not what we're referring to here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... Ben, kick us off starting with the ectomorph. Right, so the visual appearance of an ectomorph is kind of a long and lean, kind of like a pencil. Skinny, smaller joints, delicate frame. And this is a, kind of like a runner's body type, like a marathon runner type of person. Yep. Uh, you, I mean, I would think of like a uh, McLovin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a McLovin, that's, that's definitely yeah. going to be an ectomorph. Now, part of the reason that their body is like this is because their metabolism is very fast. They usually carry a low body fat just naturally because mm-hmm. of this fast metabolism. Um, and they do tend to get full rather easily. Right. So so with the diet of an ectomorph, is you can actually have more complex carbs, probably about 50 to 60% more of uh, your macros. You, want, you can eat higher density weight gainers to add calories, high density foods like peanut butter, almonds, avocados. And then uh, you can break it into sev- several meals to get the full fast. Yeah, my uh, get full fast. My nephew-in-law, 
my it's my wife's nephew. So it'd be yeah. nephew in law technically, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he is he's an ectomorph, man. They try and feed him everything and they just cannot seem to put can't, yeah. just can't. Um, you know, he's actually been looked at. He's a great pitcher. I mean, phenomenal when it comes mm -hmm. to on the field. But a lot of the times he's been overlooked just simply because of his size. They think, right. oh, you're going to have a big guy. Um, but he can outthrow a lot of people. I've known a lot of people that can, that are like this. They just can eat and eat and eat. And some of them even eat bad and they still just don't gain weight. Mm -hmm. Ever. And that's, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's so lucky. No, it's just that's their body right. type. It's just how it is. And this this ties in a lot to the DNA of a person. Mm -hmm. um, optimally, the type of training that these people tend to work best in is running. Mm -hmm. That's usually you think about like the marathon runner. Yep. Um, and because of that, their, their muscle growth, how their body handles muscle growth is going to be vastly different. They do have a very difficult time putting on um, lean muscle, well, weight in general, but lean muscle, especially mm -hmm. it is not as easy for them to do so. Um, so if you are looking to put on muscle and you know that you are an ectomorph, you need to really focus on compound movements. You need to be looking at movements where you're going to be incorporating more muscles, uh, at a specific time, uh, using movements that are not isolated, right? You want to be doing your squats, your bench presses, your deadlifts, your, um, you know, your pull-ups, things that are going to incorporate anywhere from, I would say at least three good quality muscle groups yep. at a time. And you need to be stacking those. Uh, you want to be within the five to 10 rep range area, which means the weight that you need to be using is going to be higher yeah, a little heavier. in order to stimulate the muscle growth and the muscle breakdown of, uh, of the fibers. You do want to take longer rest breaks because you will be doing higher weight. Um, so usually, you know, two to three or four minute rest breaks is going to be acceptable. Mm -hmm. So take your time in there. Part of the reason too, is you want to, you want that rest time because if you're going too close back to back, you're going to be increasing your metabolism. And if you're an ectomorph, you already have a high metabolism. Yeah, you don't want to make that fast. That's exactly right. So <laughs> a very high metabolism is counterproductive to muscle growth, but it's very productive to fat loss. Absolutely. <laughs> if you have any fat. Yeah. Um, Ideally, you don't really want to do any long-term sustained cardio. And if you must do cardio, whether it's for conditioning or, you know, health purposes, you want to focus on short-term HIIT training. Yeah, the shorter times. Yeah, things that are going to incorporate more muscle explosion activation, um, even resistance cardio type stuff, uh, where you're kind of getting a, a two-for-one deal on that. Right. So some of the notable ectomorphs would be Brad Pitt, Bruce Lee. Uh, Jay Cutler, the bodybuilder. I yeah. know he's a monster. Yeah, not not but, the football player. Yeah, no, no. And then uh, you're gonna have to. I'm gonna butcher this name. Giselle. Giselle. That's, she's the that's Victoria. Tom, Tom Brady's wife, right? Uh, yeah. The yeah. isn't she the uh, the, the model? The, yeah, the, Victoria's Secret yeah, model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Cameron Diaz. Yep. So now endomorphs. That's the complete opposite of an ectomorph. Their visual appearance are more of a stocky build, wider body. Uh, they have a better strength advantage. They they uh, fatigue faster. Uh, more muscle, but hard to see definition due to the, uh, how do you say it? The adipose tissue. Adipose tissue, tissue yep. yes. That's going to be the tissue that lies in between the skin yeah. and the muscle. Yep. Uh, we usually just typically refer to it as body fat, but it's a very specific type of right. body fat. Um, because of the way that their body operates in the terms of body fat and muscle growth, they will be able to put on a lot of muscle really fast. Correct. You just don't 
typically see it because they also are able to put on and retain body fat just as well. So usually when you're thinking of kind of the person in the gym who's going to be your endomorph, think the the power lifter, mm-hmm. world's strongest man type person. Right. Um, that's usually what you're going to find in, in this uh, in this scenario. So because of that, their metabolism, right? It's a very slow metabolism. Um, they do have an insatiable appetite. They just good luck trying to get them to be full. Just <laughs> constantly hungry, constantly eating, um, and that's that's not because you know they want to necessarily right. you know it's i think i fit in this one more because i'm that way like i'm always hungry really yep i probably would have not pegged you as uh, as an endomorph yeah i think i've well I'm more in this one but I, i'm man i'm i'm hungry all the time yeah <laughs> well you know and the, when you start that's an, that is one nice thing is that when you do even if you're an ectomorph okay where you might get full easily early on mm-hmm. if you start packing on lean muscle you'll find that your appetite increases because your body's needing yeah, we're craving it, it. Yep. yep um so you will if you're an endomorph you will have trouble dropping weight again because your body wants to continue to hold on to the body fat or put it on depending on necessarily what you're eating but it's also wanting to grow muscle so if you are watching the scale and you're not wanting to go up as an endomorph you're probably going to get a little nerve-wracked mm-hmm. um to increase your metabolism, you want to train in the 15 plus rep range. Because your body will naturally put on muscle easier, go ahead and get into the lighter weight, higher reps um, for you know maybe half your workout so that you can increase your heart rate, increase your metabolism so that you can try and burn off as much body fat as you can while you're working out. Right. Um, and then of course, by having the larger muscle base, it will be easier over time to burn it off, but you have to focus um, by adding in a little bit more cardio. Yeah. Um, I would say from a body fat perspective, endomorphs are going to be required to do more cardio than the other two types just to try and maintain right. or, or lose body fat. So on the diet side for this one, this one is, uh, you don't have to be as strict with this one as the other two. Uh, you can still eat more complex carbs, not not quite the 50 to Fifty to sixty percent range, but you want to look about thirty to forty percent range of your macros. Yeah. Um, non-processed foods like whole grains. Uh, you can eat a ton of veggies, drink lots of water to keep you full, but do not flash diet. Don't cold turkey. That's not that's not a good thing. Um, five to six meals a day, two to five hundred calorie deficit to lose body fat. So as we mentioned before, in our understanding body fat and how to control it that is very much going to apply to an endomorph because they're going to have to actively, you know, with intention, put a plan in place and Mm -hmm. follow that plan. Whereas an ectomorph, they can just goof off. It just happens for them. Yeah. But uh, vice versa for the ectomorph, if they're wanting to put on the muscle, they have to put in a plan in place. And so they be aware of it. Yeah. So they, they both have their, their, their drawbacks and their benefits. So, um, and this, by the way, before we dive any further, I do want to make a real quick statement. Um, guys are a little less self-conscious about this than I tend to find that females are. Oh, for sure. But don't look at this and say, oh, man, you know, I really wish I was an ectomorph because, you know, I just can't seem to get my body fat off. I promise you an ectomorph is sitting there saying, man, I wish I was an endomorph. Because They're all going to say they were wish the other. <laughs> exactly. So this is to help you identify what you are so you can work within those parameters, play to your strengths, and understand what your obstacles are going to be so that you can attack those. Because if you've been 
operating with the mindset of an endomorph, Mm -hmm. but you're an ectomorph, you're going to find challenges in trying to grow that muscle, right? So this is to help you put a good structure in place and to understand who you are and what your values are, not what, where your quote unquote weaknesses Mm -hmm. are. Okay. Um, All right. So back into the endomorph. What are the optimal types of training? Uh, definitely strength and resistance training, and then shorter hit training for for the um, for the endomorphs. Right. Um, you you will again if you're trying to lose body fat, you're going to need to do more cardio, but your body will operate more optimally. You'll find that these other type doing shorter hit training and resistance training comes a little bit more naturally easier for you. Yeah, this is one of those also types that you know you weight lift at the beginning and then do the hit at the end. Yes. Yeah, would be ben- better. Would be more beneficial. Correct, because you're you're playing to your strengths and then adding an exactly. Effect. Correct. Um, all right. So as far as muscle growth, this is going to become almost natural for an endomorph. Um, but you definitely with an with an endomorph, you'll you should train overall body, not just mm-hmm. one specific area. You are going to use compound movements, but even doing full body days as opposed to isolation days. Now this is for the general lifter, the general fitness person. Again, if you're talking about specific to bodybuilding, your approach will will vary. Right. Okay. Um, so here's some notable endomorphs for you. John Goodman, Jack Black, J-Lo, Oprah, and Beyonce. You know, Oprah, that, <laughs> that one didn't surprise me. Beyonce didn't really surprise yeah. me. And when I, when I figured Beyonce, then J-Lo didn't surprise me either. Um, well, she's got the junk in the trunk. Well, and you know, that's the thing is <laughs> I when, think they both do as a matter of fact. When we were J-Lo putting this together, um, one of the one of the areas that I was kind of re- referencing to make sure I had all the pieces in place cuz quite frankly guys, I'm going to be very transparent when it comes to remembering which one's endo, ecto and the meso, which we haven't talked about yet. I brain fart on those every single time. Like I know what the different body types are as far as how they operate, but remembering right. the specific name that they attach to, mm-hmm. I always get those confused. Like you couldn't come up to me and test me, and I'd like I I have oh, no I idea. Yeah. I, I get dyslexia when it comes to remembering the types of names. But it was <laughs> funny because the ectomorph said they literally have no butt. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go to yeah no butter no chest so no right. chest for the guys no butt yeah. for the women and then the endomorphs it was the complete opposite yeah, like flip yeah <laughs> so all right now we're gonna get into me a mesomorph right. so mesomorphs are kind of in the middle of the two of, of ectomorph and endomorph and the visual appearance of, of these guys are can be lean and muscular at the same time athletic sy- symmetrical build and wide shoulders small waist and well defined muscles yeah so usually you're when you think of like there's lots of video games out there and stuff and so usually the the type of build that oh yeah you, yeah they're like that wide shoulder v shape down to the yeah, skinny waist that's usually kind of what you're thinking of yep. uh, you know a lot of um wide receivers yep. are going to have uh, you know i'd say more maybe s- linebackers and, and linemen are going to have kind of a mostly endomorphs with a blend of some esomorphs mm-hmm. your your d-backs and wide receivers might have some ectomorphs um, but you're going to see like your running backs and some of the bigger wide receivers like your Des Bryant's and stuff, they're mm-hmm. going to be mesomorphs. Absolutely. So that helps to kind of give some visualization to yeah. our to our listeners. So as far as the metabolism, mesomorphs do burn fat relatively easily, which means they can enhance their carb take, mm-hmm. usually 40 to 60, depending on the person, depending on the specific goals. <clears throat> and 
you definitely want to make sure that you're eating enough calories to maintain muscle mass because you have that you have a higher metabolism not quite as high as an ectomorph mm -hmm. um, so you can burn through some some muscle if you're not paying attention so if you're trying to maintain your muscle mass you definitely need to make sure you know where your caloric intake needs to be now this is kind of like the endomorph you want to pay attention to your diet yes absolutely and, and again five to six smaller meals a day is going to be easier on this one um, I would say as far as the, you know, does it, do they get full easy versus not? I can tell you, I'm, I'm a garbage truck, man. I will eat and eat and oh, eat yeah, and too. eat. I will eat my dinner with my wife and then I'll put my plate down while she's still eating and I'll start <laughs> moaning. And she goes, what's wrong? She looks at me, she goes, you're still hungry, aren't you? I'm like, well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and I just had a, I had a full plate, not these fist sized portions that they tell you to eat. I have a full plate. So I'm really bad about that on holidays. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I make myself sick. I've had to start eating a lot. Well, just in general, I need to start eating more vegetables. But because of how hungry I always am, I've been incorporating a lot more vegetables, green beans and stuff, mm -hmm. just to try and get me to a full point. Because otherwise, what I'll do is I'll immediately turn to junk carbs, high oh, calorie, yeah. no no nutrients, and I will fill up on the. I'll bake a cake and eat it like that, like right there. <laughs> I don't even wait for it to cool down. I'll eat the cake right out of the oven for the most part. Yeah, my uh, my daughter's made cupcakes yesterday, and I might have had one or two or eight. One or two. <laughs> one or two Boy, batches. Yeah, you can't put those out there and not have them. Well, la oh, last week, uh, Lisa goes, okay, you know, I I'd like some Rice Krispie treats. And so I've been making Rice Krispie treats pretty frequently, but I've been doing them in half batches, yeah. which just means that I'm making them twice as often, right? Yeah, which, you might as well make the whole thing. Yeah, well, she, well, I figured if it's less, she's less likely. And she has been doing better, so I don't want to, you know, throw my wife under the bus. She yeah. just likes Rice Krispie treats. And I said, that's fine. Well, they're good. Well, and I told her, I said, you know what? I decided that I'm going to compete. It's, you know, eight, nine, ten months out, you know, whatever. I said, so when I get into that prep phase, you're going to have to... Got to go. Yep, eat, eat it out of the house or do whatever. Not, not her yeah, no, not her. Yeah, no, not her. No, she doesn't have to go. Right. No. <laughs> I promise you, it'd be me leaving before her. Yeah, right. So, um, so anyways, I I ended up going into the pantry and I realized I had a bag of gluten free brownie mix. Hmm. Made the gluten free brownies. They were gone in twenty four hours. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, "I blame you for this." She goes, "Why?" I'm like, "Because I had to make yours five times, and now I'm making mine." And it's gone. Just like, like that. Oh, it doesn't take me even. But part of it was because I did the carb backloading. So from, no, time to time, yeah, 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 yeah. from time to time, it's like, you know, I'm still okay. I can just eat the whole thing. I'm good. Yeah. So I don't even worry That's about funny. if it fits in my macros. I just do it and then make up for it later. <laughs> <laughs> That's my philosophy. So with the diet with the mesomorph is kind of similar to the endomorph as far as, uh, you know, you want to pay attention to it. But for this one, you want to... You want to have equal parts of proteins, carbs, and fats. Yeah, you're like not you going to lean too heavy one yeah, way. Yeah, you don't want to have a ton of one and less of other. You want to try to keep it pretty equal across the board for every meal. Yeah, I can tell you I'm pretty much a a 30 protein, 35, 35 carbon fat, or it'll be 40, 30, depending on where yeah. I'm at. But it's usually always 30% protein. Yeah. in there for the most part and then the rest of it kind of gets equally divvied up right so okay optimal types of training um, resistance training is definitely going to be one that uh, works well with the mesomorph explosion style training uh, I can tell you from hands-on experience uh, I am far better at a 40 yard dash than mm -hmm. I am running a, a mile distance. yep, yep. 
Um, I prefer that. And I prefer more of a, um, what is it, plyometric jump training, right? Yeah. I prefer yep. that as my as my cardio. I don't try and set me on a treadmill for even five minutes. Yeah, I just I just don't like doing it. Yeah, I, I can't do that either. So, or even the Stairmaster. I get bored. I can do a Stairmaster longer than a treadmill. I mean, I still don't like it, but. Yeah, I, at least I feel more of a burn, and so I'm more yeah. tolerant of it. Yep. Um, but it's, I, I, and I think part of it is to my personality. I don't like doing the same thing repetitive over yeah, and over. You're not going anywhere. Uh, uh-uh. yeah. So the short distance cardio and the hit training is definitely going to fall in this category here. Um, so muscle growth, we as mesomorphs do tend to put on muscle relatively easily, not as easy as the endomorph, but you typically see it a lot better because we're also not retaining and putting on the body fat the same way that an endomorph does. Um, our, tr- our body tends to respond real well to an eight to 12 rep range. Um, with a moderate weight, uh, you're not going to ever see me going in, um, not anytime soon at least, and um, crushing out, you know, 100-pound, 110-pound dumbbells on the bench. Yeah. You just don't. I think the most I've ever even played around with was 90 or 95. Um, and I don't even like working up in that range because I don't feel like I can maintain control. Now, part of that's because where I'm at in my strength gains. Right. But, but your you, form starts to break too. That's correct. Yeah. Like I just prefer to stay where I'm at with the 8 to 12 rep mm-hmm. range. I'll move my weight up a little bit, but yeah, um, I find that my body responds a lot better. That's my favorite range to be in anyways. And then 30-second to one-minute rest period. So, again, we tend to respond well with a good blend of enough rest to let the muscle recoup, but also not so much rest that we tend to lose out on the Right, you're almost like starting over if you wait too long. Yeah. So here's some uh, more examples of mesomorphs. Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard of these these people. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, Marky Mark Wahlberg, Jennifer Garner, and Halle Berry. Those are some pretty notable ones. Yeah, I think everybody knows them. Yeah, I'm not sure that I'll get as big as Arnold, but it was always nice to know that I I had that, that... those days Tight. are long gone. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I know some of you are probably thinking, which one of these do I fit in? But, you know, actually there is no one size fits all with these three body types. Um, you can actually be a combination of two sharing characteristics of both. And, and I know I said that I, I kind of probably fit more in endomorph, but I actually think I'm kind of a mixture of endo and meso myself. Somewhere kind of on that. Yeah, because I kind of look, I kind of share a little bit of each one of these. And Think of it kind of like a circular spectrum. Yeah. You know, usually you will tend to bleed uh, more if you're sharing. It's going to be, you know, somewhere between ecto and meso or in Mm -hmm. between meso and endo. You're not really going to find a a vast overlay of ecto and endo. Right. You know, it it really is more of of a a spectrum there. So it's kind of fun to, to once you actually learn these and figure out what each of them mean. And then when you go to the gym next time, see if you can guess what some people might be because you know, i mean you're at the gym you can see you know all walks of life from different ends of the spectrum so here's i'm going to put a challenge out to our listeners what i'd like for our listeners to do is when we release this episode we will um put a little post out on instagram all right and if you're not currently following us on instagram you need to follow us it's fitness lounge podcast no the just fitness lounge podcast follow us Find the post. It'll be very easy because I'll, I'll put it out really big and bright. I'll put make it in green. All pretty uh, colors. Yeah, all pretty colors, right? <laughs> and um, what I just want you to do is in the comment section, just tell us which one you think you are. If you're a blend, let us know, th- you know that you're a blend. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you think you're hardcore an ectomorph or a hardcore endomorph or whatever, 
put that in the comments. We'd just like to hear from you and, and see if you were able to identify. Yeah, that's if, a good idea. And if you have any questions, you know, feel free, shoot them over. We'll definitely answer them. I, I can tell you if you ask anyone who has already interacted with us on Instagram, uh, we are highly interactive. I don't, mm-hmm. think, I don't think we've missed a single message or comment to date uh, without yeah, some be, sort of interaction. I'd be interested on how many of our listeners fall in each category, kind of like a survey sort of thing, you know? Yeah, I would... I, Maybe I, come back with some numbers at a later episode just to kind of touch back on that. That would actually be yeah. good. Let's go ahead and do that. We'll, yeah. we'll do a shout-out on that later, too. So, all right. So, for the quick takeaways, again, you can't... You, you can't change your body type too much, although you can change some of the characteristics in, in the way that you train your body and the way that you... Um, eat, you can slowly start to impact a little bit, but it is pretty much a DNA base. So how you are is not necessarily set in stone, but it is a good, it's a good precursor, I guess, if you will, to how it's going to continue to be. So um, there are some articles I did run across about, um, you know, trying to change your body type. Um, I didn't have a chance to research them, do a deep dive, so I'm not going to mention them here, but if that's something you are interested in doing, um, it's out there, but our goal is not for you to say, well, I don't want to be this. I want to be something else. Our goal wonder, for you is to, tough that would be. Yeah. I, I don't like know. you said, based on your DNA, if you know, especially an ectomorph, you're, you know, you're a runner, you're, you're leaner and skinnier and you know, those guys have problem guys and girls have problems putting on mass and muscle. Correct. So and be, I would say from, for, for, I would say for a good portion of people, you know, your body type, you start seeing it as a child. Right. Yeah. So if you're big and stocky, guess what? Your parents might, you know, especially if you're a boy, might be pushing you into football. Oh, exactly. Right. As opposed to running track and field. Mm-hmm. Right. So some of that, some of how you grow up, um, physically, uh, I- interacting with sports and whatnot is probably mm-hmm. going to be predicated based on these body types. Oh, for sure. Um, and then you might end up just staying in that lane. But that's not to say that if you were a track runner, or for a good good example, Jay, we just interviewed him. He played soccer his whole life. I promise you. Jay does not look what he looked like back well, then. Well, no, remember he said he was 140 pounds. He's definitely not that now. Not even close. I think he said he's 195 yeah, now. So, he, so to completely change his style of training because he wanted to, he changed a lot of things about the way his body responded. But his natural go-to for the way his body was at that time, it was just kind of set as it was based on his. Well, yeah, kind of like an echo, ec- ecomorph, ectomorph, because <laughs> he, you know, he played soccer. I was the same way growing up because I played soccer my whole life. So when I graduated high school, I only weighed, shoot, I bet I was like 135. I mean, I was skinny when I graduated high school. I so, was too. Um, so I guess, you know, I guess I, I can kind of re, re, take some steps back here. And I guess maybe it's not that hard to change it. Probably, it takes time. It does, you know? yeah. It's not an overnight thing. It took me means. a long time to get up to where I'm at now. Yeah, but. not an overnight thing. And, and I'll even make this final statement too, is that when it comes to how we were in high school, we were far less knowledgeable about, nutrition and how it played a role oh, for sure especially how, for me because it was you know 300 years ago exactly <laughs> i was in high school with dinosaurs <laughs> dinosaurs 300 years ago okay no that no, doesn't line up I'm sorry. <laughs> sometimes sometimes my mouth just talks and it doesn't link to my brain <laughs> i'm gonna tell the the, the colonials yeah tell them that <laughs> dinosaurs. maybe they saw them yeah. anyways um but if if that is something you're looking to do if you want to kind of train train your body to a different uh, body type there are articles on how to do that so go search for that like i said Mm -hmm. we didn't have a chance to do any background research on it so i'm not going to put our stamp of approval on it Um, but i'm also not hindering y'all from doing it so 
Well, again, we appreciate y'all coming in, checking in with us again. Hopefully this information has been massively helpful for you. And from the both of us, keep keep crushing crushing it. it. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Listen, we love connecting with our listeners. So if you have any questions or topic requests, please email them to podcast at thefitnesslounge.net. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Fitness Lounge Podcast for more updates, tips, and content. You can also follow us on Twitter at, at Fitness Lounge 3. We are excited to take this wonderful journey with you, and we'll see you next time here at the Fitness Lounge.